0: Welcome to Supernatural Podcast episode number 65 for the episode, I Know What You Did Last Summer. The episode was written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Charles Beeson, and originally aired in the US on November 13, 2008. Let's jump into the recap, followed once again by a discussion with guest hosts, Kristen and Samantha.
1: This is Kristen. And this is Samantha. And we're back again for the recap and discussion. And uh, here we go. This is for Season 4, Episode 9, I Know What You Did Last Summer. The episode begins with a woman in a mental ward. The woman, Anna, says the end is coming, the apocalypse. She knows about Lilith and the 66 seals. She says Lilith is trying to free Lucifer from hell, and he will bring the apocalypse. She reveals that there are about 600 seals, and Lilith only has to break 66 of them. It's nearly impossible to stop her, and the angels are losing. She warns that we're all going to die.
2: After the therapist leaves, Anna is drawing on her bed.
1: An orderly comes in to give her
2: medicine, but Anna recoils from his face. He's a demon. He has black eyes. Anna telepathically shoves a dresser at him, and the back of his head cracks against
1: the glass window. With the orderly down, she makes her escape. Sam and Dean are trying to hustle-pool at a bar. Sam is playing drunk. When he gets ready to play for real, he sees Ruby at the bar and leaves the pool table. Ruby tells the boys about Anna. Demons are after her, and Ruby suggests the boys find her before the demons do.
2: As the boys drive off after Anna in the night, Dean lets Sam know that he believes this is a wild goose chase. Dean doesn't like that Sam trusts Ruby. Sam says he'll reveal the details about his time with
1: Ruby if Dean tells him all about hell. I guess they're deadlocked on both issues. Sam flashes back to six months earlier. He's at a crossroads, summoning a demon. He's also drinking heavily. He shows the demon the knife and assures him that there are no devil's traps. He doesn't want to play games. When the demon puts his hand down on the table, Sam stabs his hand with the knife. He says he wants to trade places with Dean, but the demon refuses. The demon says, Dean's in hell we've got everything exactly the way we want it.
2: The boys visit the mental ward. The doctor tells them that two months ago, Anna was completely normal, but within weeks, she was overtaken by delusions. The boys look through Anna's sketchbook and see references to the 66 seals, including Sam Hain. The doctor says Anna was convinced that the devil was going to
1: rise up and rule the world. The boys check out Anna's parents' house. They find her parents dead with slit throats. Sam finds sulfur by the bodies. The demons really want Anna. Sam notices a family photo on the mantle. The photo is taken outside of their church, and Anna has the drawing of the stained glass window in her sketchbook. The boys deduce that if Anna was on the run and scared, she would probably hide in the church. Sam and Dean search the attic of the church. They call
2: Anna by name and assure her they're not going to hurt her and state their names. Anna recognizes the name Dean Winchester. She says the angels talk about him. She started hearing the angels in her head on September 18th, the day Dean got out of hell. The first words she heard were Dean Winchester is saved. Ruby enters and tells them that a demon is coming. Sam notices that the eyes of a statue of the Virgin Mary are bleeding. The demon is near. Ruby insists that Sam has to exorcise the demon with his mind. There is no time to use the knife.
1: The demon blows the door off his hinges and comes in. Sam tries to use his powers, but he does not seem to affect the demon. After the demon throws Sam down the stairs, Dean goes at him with the knife. The demon asks if Dean recognizes him. They knew each other in hell. He punches Dean repeatedly in the head, and Dean names him as Alistair. Sam gets up and plunges the knife into Alistair's heart, but it still won't quite work on him. All attempts, failures. The boys jump out of the attic's stained glass window.
2: Back in the hotel room, the boys are patching themselves up. Sam is sewing up a cut on his left arm, and Dean has a dislocated shoulder. Dean wonders if Anna is safe, but Sam assures him that she is with Ruby. Dean doesn't trust Ruby. He thinks it's just as likely that she used them and then brought the demon to kill him. Dean says he deserves to know why Sam trusts her so much.
1: Turns out, Ruby saved Sam's life. Sam has another flashback to six months ago. Ruby and another demon were waiting for Sam in his hotel room. Ruby takes the knife from Sam and tells him that Lilith gave her one last chance to get out of hell and find and kill Sam Winchester. She rears back with the knife and plunges it into the other demon's heart. She tells Sam that they need to get out of there now.
2: While they're making their getaway in the Impala, Ruby explains that she's now a fugitive. Sam asks her if she can help him save Dean, and she admits she doesn't know anything powerful enough to do that. He tells her to get out of the car. He has no use for her. Sam threatens her, saying that he will send her back to hell
1: unless she lets her host body go. She is torturing an innocent woman. In a hospital, the doctor decides it's time to pull the life support on a Jane Doe. Just as her heart stops, she wakes up asking for french fries. Looks like Ruby's found herself a new body. Ruby finds Sam in his hideout. She says she can't free Dean, but she can help him get Lilith. She expects Sam to protest about the powers, but he interrupts her, saying he's ready. She tells him that he has to be patient and sober.
2: Dean asks Sam what she taught him, and Sam says he learned that he was a crappy student. The first demon he tried to exercise did not go well. He had a nosebleed before half of the demon's smoke was out of the human host's body. The demon began laughing, and Ruby plunged the knife through his throat. Ruby tries to console Sam about Dean, but Sam says he doesn't want to talk about it, and that she couldn't possibly understand. Ruby kisses Sam, but he pushes her away. Ruby tries to get Sam to undress her. She says, "'What's wrong, Sam?' Isn't it because you're really scared to go there with the demon? Because it's wrong, and it's bad, and we shouldn't? Sam pulls her forcefully onto his lap, and they start pulling off clothes with reckless abandon. (laughs) Dean looks at Sam and says, Too much
1: information! Sam warned him that he was coming clean. Back to the flashback, Sam found a lead that Lilith was in town. Sam is ready to go fight, but Ruby's not so sure. She says he's not ready and that he just wants to go out there with a kamikaze attack and die fighting Lilith. Sam ignores Ruby's true assessment and goes after Lilith anyways. He comes across the house she's supposed to inhabit and finds a blonde girl in front of a table of sweets. It was a setup. Two demons have come to kill Sam in place of Lilith. Ruby saves Sam by slashing one of the demons in the neck with the knife. She tells Sam to take the girl. Just as Ruby is being choked against the wall, Sam comes from behind and uses his powers to exorcise the demon. Back in real time,
2: Sam vouches for Ruby, saying that she came back for him, and that she saved him. He says, "'Ruby got through to me. She said what you would have said.' A knock on the door announces housekeeping. "'It's Ruby!' She gives them an address to meet her and tells them to sneak out of the bathroom window, because
1: there are demons in the hall. They find Anna and Ruby. Dean tries to make amends with Ruby. He says, I guess I owe you for Sam. Ruby tells him not to strain himself. I guess Ruby and Dean will never be bestest friends. While mourning her dead parents, Anna's grief is interrupted by a message. They're coming. Ruby asks where the knife is, and Dean rats Sam out for having lost it. The lights flicker, and the door blows open, and in step Castiel and Uriel. They demand Anna and insist that she has to die. The episode ends as a to-be-continued. Now on to the discussion section of the podcast. Um, Overall, I really liked the episode. I enjoyed the flashbacks, and um, the episode was balanced very well between past and present drama, and it flowed nicely. Yeah. I'd give it an A-minus. On the high end of an A minus High A minus I would go for,
2: again Solid A I love me some flashbacks I don't care if they're Weechester flashbacks Or if they're just, you know A couple months ago flashbacks I like knowing everything And so seeing uh, Well, except for that part with Ruby and Sam But we'll get to that later Yeah, We'll get to that later Overall, I thought This episode was great Solid A for me
1: yeah, yeah, it was really good. We found out about Alistair. We got a little teaser about that. We got the teaser at the end when Castiel and Uriel came in. I liked that it was a to-be-continued, because I didn't think that they could finish a story like that in one episode, yeah. and I'm glad they didn't try.
2: I remember it was like five minutes to go, and I'm thinking, they cannot wrap this up. It's a to-be-continued. And the people I was watching it with were like, no... He No, he knows we don't like 2 be Continues, and I was like, that's why he's going to do it. They've done two so far this season, haven't they? I think so. Yeah. And so I was like, yep, they're not going to finish this.
1: Uh-uh. I was expecting it. Doesn't mean I liked it. The first to be Continued, though, that was after In the Beginning. Metamorphosis was totally nothing like In the Beginning. They were both very separate episodes, but the very end and the very beginning it's yeah, so the same sort of It said story.
2: to be continued
1: But really it was just A regular cliffhanger uh, For things that I liked I liked Sam and Dean Hustling pool Yes We've never seen that before And that was fun
2: You've seen glimpses of it before In other episodes Where you know Dean comes out of the Roadhouse or bar Or something And he's like Look at all this money I made Oh yes I'm such a good hustler But I like seeing it come to life Because yeah. I've read it You
1: know In some fan fictions before I thought, oh, that's so cool. Wish they'll ever do that. And then they did it. I know. I like the little touches that they give us fans. Like, things that they've mentioned before, and they actually come back to it. That's nice. <laughs> Sam acted drunk a lot in this episode. <laughs> Poor Jared Padalecki. He was acting drunk at the pool thing. He was acting drunk in pretty much all his flashbacks. In all the flashbacks, he had, like, a red rim under his eyes. Like, he had just been crying Even, like, when he was drunk, and even when he was sober, like, he just had this little red rim, permanently in grief and mourning. The scene where Dean had to deal with um, Sam being dead in the second season finale, that was amazing. Like, Dean moves me to tears every time. Yep. Jensen was very good at acting that. And I thought Sam and Jared did it justice as well when Dean was dead. He was a little more of a violent drunk, though. He's not an I love you drunk. He's an I hate you drunk. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see him as an alcoholic. <laughs> That'd be bad. Practically alcoholics, anyways. All they ever drink is beer. I like, don't think it really dehydrated. You think so? <laughs> All that beer and greasy food, but somehow they keep trim and healthy. I liked Aunt Anna's gift. That she could hear the angels. That is cool. That was pretty evil. Tuned into angel radio, as Dean said. I don't know, I just thought it was really, like, a useful foil for the angels and the demons to have to come together in battle, like, over this girl.
2: Something I liked? We've seen Ruby in several new bodies this season, but my favorite is that housekeeper. <laughs> I did not think that was Ruby. It came out of nowhere for me. She's just, I've got fresh towels to let her in, and then she just sasses them, and it's, Ruby? <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah, I like how that's very convenient that demons can just change bodies because she needed to be undercover, and so she just left her body and went to find the boys. <laughs> I also liked how, uh, seeing the boys patch themselves up. Again, another thing that we've heard about, and there's been fan fiction about, a lot of Hurt Dean. A lot of Hurt Dean. But, uh, it was fun actually seeing them deal with it, instead of just like, oh, we just jumped out of a third-story church building, but we're okay! We just, we're totally fine. I don't understand how they survived that fall. Maybe there was a haystack at the bottom really maybe we saw the front of the church we saw the maybe uh, the window that they ju- there were concrete steps below <laughs> okay maybe
2: there wasn't a haystack maybe ruby caught them maybe ruby caught them or one of sam's demon powers is that he can pull a parachute out of his mind maybe. a mind
1: parachute
2: Ooh! i want one yeah along with my teddy bear from last episode
1: <laughs> I really enjoyed the flashbacks. It was good to see where Sam was coming from instead of just hearing about it. Mm -hmm. I like seeing memories. Yeah. I should have more flashbacks. I liked Ruby Recycles. (laughs) And um, it's good to know where Ruby got her body from. Because I really hated that actress. I was like, she doesn't do Ruby justice. And then to find out that she just sort of took that body because... She was trying to placate Sam which, That helps a little bit
2: Which again makes me feel better Because I remember in the, the first episode Of this season You see Ruby in the hotel room In her underpants mm-hmm. With Sam And it you know it, it took me a while to realize you know Later on that oh my gosh It's Ruby And I'm like wait a minute why was she in her underpants Oh my gosh are they sleeping together And then I felt really sick for the longest time Because if she's A possessed girl... Well, possessed girls can't say no. Seeing that it was this... Yeah. Already mostly dead girl made me feel a little bit better about this
1: weird relationship they seem to have. I don't understand. Like, when you... When a demon takes over your body, do you, like, stop? Like, does your hair still grow? That's Um... what I was wondering the other day. (laughs) I don't know about that, but I think they said... Because she's practically dead, like... Well, they said
2: before in some other episodes that. That keeps you alive. Yeah, like the demons are still alive, and like some people, I think, um... like Meg mentioned, uh, Spirit Meg, I guess, call her, mm-hmm. mentioned that she was still watching things happen, so she was still somewhere, like in the back of her own mind, trying to get out, like in some sort of prison. So I guess if you're a comatose girl, you're already gone, mm-hmm. and so it's just Ruby in there, which.
1: Yeah, and I guess the the demons keep the bodies living after but Meg fell from building, she got shot, and she was still functioning. Mm-hmm. But after the demon left the body, the girl died.
2: Mm-hmm. We kind of went into a
1: do not like there.
2: Almost. We well, almost got there.
1: Well, I just wanted to say that I did like that um, he found out where Ruby came from. Yes, that's good. And then the angels coming at the end of the episode was awesome. I was expecting demons. Exactly. I was. You were expecting demons, and you saw Castiel and Uriel, and you're like, what? What are you doing here? Why? And why do you want to kill someone? Moving on to the did not like. Ruby seducing Sam! No! I... Yes, I... I
2: still really can't get over that. I mean, okay, okay, he's he's in a vulnerable state. He's drunk. She's pretty. Um, She's throwing herself all over him. Oh, let it's slide. It still bothers me. I still can't okay. get over the fact
1: that she's a possessed person. I don't know where her motives are. Yes. Like, seriously. Does she feel for Sam? Does she feel genuinely for Sam? Or is she just using him?
2: That's something I hope we can find out coming up in this season because I I want to know. I don't I don't like this whole thing with Sam with his good conscience. How can he
1: It just shows that like he's not himself anymore. He's changed
2: because now apparently it's it's okay to be with girls who don't really like even if it was a possessed girl who couldn't say no, this one is dead.
1: It's a dead girl. I know. It's weird. I'm filled with this fury and anger. I don't know, like I I was happy that Ruby was the one that initiated it and that Sam didn't like go to her because that would have been really weird. You know, when we first saw Ruby in the premiere episode Lazarus Rising, I thought that she was some some random girl. And even after the fact, after we found out that she was possessed, I thought well, you know, she must have possessed her after they did whatever because they totally acted like they didn't know each other. And I was like, Sam is not that good of an actor. Can't lie to Dean like that. But, I guess she was Ruby at the time. Which weirds me out. It really does. It weirds me out. Because now Sam's getting attached and we don't know what Ruby's motives are. Like, okay, last episode... Dean Castiel, BFFs, best friends
2: forever. Mm -hmm. Now we know that Sam is cavorting with demons. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of yin and yang happening here. Parallels. Parallels. Again, Again, parallels. Yay, supernatural parallels. I don't know. I
1: don't trust her. I don't trust her at all. I think it's a good thing that we don't trust her because, you know, she's a... But Sam trusts her. Sam trusts her but again maybe you just want to go into the TV <laughs> and shake the boy shake it stop using your powers and ditch Ruby well it's um, just like you want to talk some sense into the characters but really you know that they have to make these mistakes or else there would be no show you're
2: right and a little bit of you know I'm always wondering maybe Sam realizes that she's not really to be fully trusted so he's keeping that in his mind like you know trying to I wouldn't wouldn't say use her to his purposes But just know that in the end She would
1: probably betray him It's like what he's doing with his powers though He's like, I'm just using them to better stuff The title was lame I know what you did last summer Seriously, I watched that movie in fourth grade And I couldn't Had nightmares (laughs) about the hook man for a month (laughs) Bad memories, Supernatural I never saw that movie. Good. But... It was stupid. They've had some pretty good titles this season. And some good titles
2: coming up. I don't like that Chris Angel one. I think that's stupid. Chris Angel is a douchebag? Yeah. I thought that was a fake one when I first was reading about that. I said, no. Standards and practices said, go ahead. Yeah, that's cool. I
1: can't believe that. Looking forward to that one just because of the name. (laughs) Yeah. I know. That... It's just a random like did not like I hated this title. it didn't do the episode justice, like it was a really good episode, and it was a lame title, <laughs> and I suppose it was it was all about Sam's flashbacks, but I just didn't like it. Another
2: thing I didn't like it actually did not occur to me again until we were doing that recap was when Anna escapes her mental ward, mhm, that uh orderly is possessed by a demon, right? But she somehow incapacitates this thing by shoving it against a wall. hmm And the whole thing with demons is that they keep going. I mean, they take the hit, and they keep on chucking. But this, this demon-possessed guy gets hit in the back of the head, and then he's down
1: for the count while she escapes? Hmm. That, that just... It just bothered me just that a was little. was a bit unrealistic. I think Supernatural does several things that are a bit unrealistic just to further the story. Yeah. Like, the girl inviting the guys into her house to be teddy bear doctors. But, you know, they're little things and you can overlook them Yeah. in the grand... I mean, how else would she have dealt with a demon? I don't know. I... Apparently she has some sort of power. She, she has telekinetic some, she has powers.
2: some sort of... She has the or something. She that never did. came and up then again. Telekinesis. Did it? Yeah, she they never asked her how she got away. She never mentioned she
1: could move things with her mind. Yeah. It would be good to know. That didn't come up again. No, it didn't. I suppose that someone could have thought that she was another special child, like Sam she's around the same...
2: Home. That's actually what I was thinking when really? I first saw it. I thought, ooh, special kid that didn't end up at the ranch. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Um. Anything else that you really didn't like? Oh. Oh. Bad special effects when <laughs> Alistair throws Sam down the stairs. Like... Jared he's just waving his arms in the air, like, looking into the camera. (laughs) And it's just moving with him, and you're like, oh, my God, I could have done without that, please. Yeah, that was really bad. Yeah. I don't know why they zoomed in on it. Could have just thrown him down the stairs. Questions and speculation? Something I'm wondering is, you see these,
2: you know, angels and demons fighting over this girl, and they're actually... Coming down to earth and like getting inside mud monkey suits, this really important demon himself comes up. He doesn't send a lackey, so is this war just gonna be like some far off sort of thing where they're battling together as two armies, or is it gonna be like a couple people meeting together in secret
1: and just fighting hands to hand? I was kind of wondering why the angels are coming down earth and consorting with Sam and Dean like can't you handle it on your own? You're angels but apparently Sam and Dean are really important that's kind of one of the things I don't like about this season because it's just it ruins the whole back country American on the road road trip story how the boys just like because of this tragedy that happened in their family they turned to hunting and apparently it was destined for them all along they've been in this huge epic plan and well, i don't know I'm if thinking I like that. I'm thinking they might
2: be they might not be part of some like huge sort of epic plan maybe it didn't start out that way but maybe over like time it sort of became this way because they realized well you know this guy knows a lot of things,
1: but they still you know. call Bobby. I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> why couldn't Bobby? Why couldn't Bobby deal with this? <laughs> why, why isn't gonna... Castiel going to Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
2: it all just goes back to that yellow-eyed demon who's breeding um, the special children. You know, he just he just choose, chooses Mary and Sam by happenstance,
1: and so it just sort of fell out from there. I don't want them to get so like caught up in this. Like Ruby says, you you don't want to be caught up between these two sides. It's bigger than them. Well, see, there you go.
2: And then the whole thing, it's it's bigger than them. So it's not all about them, but they're just sort of in the wrong place. (laughs) You know, like wrong place, wrong time or something. They're just here, so they're in the middle of it. Because they know what they know. And he's got demon blood, so he's automatically important to this whole sort of thing.
1: yeah. I will reserve judgment. I like parts of the story, but I have friends that have already stopped watching the show because they think it's just too big for for supernatural. I'm
2: looking forward to where it will go because I like this big sort of story. But you have to be careful mm-hmm. because you know some fantasy authors go for huge, big stories and then they take forever to come out with new books, and it just sort of dies because it's too much work yeah so I'm hoping that doesn't happen to the
1: you know well, I heard that Eric Kripke he had a five season plan, but he was going to scale it down to four seasons because last year they didn't do as well. but this year they've had over three million viewers almost every week, which is more than they had like any of the episodes last season, so they're already they've already pretty much assumed that they're going to get that fifth season, so they're like, oh crap.' We already introduced this huge epic storyline. I guess we'll just have to draw it out into two seasons, which is fine with me, because I don't think they could wrap up something and do it justice in one season like this. It's true. Favorite quotes. My favorite quote from the episode was probably when Alistair says to Dean, don't you recognize me? Oh, I forgot. I'm wearing a pediatrician. (laughs) That was funny. I thought that was hilarious. I loved that guy's voice. Yeah, me too. It was very evil sounding. I suppose my favorite
2: quote would have to be um, when Dean and Anna are talking together, and Dean says to her, "So they lock you up with the case of the crazies, and really, you're just tuning into Angel Radio." She says, "Yes, thank you." Like yeah. she's so
1: justified yeah, in that like statement.
2: Her, exactly, all of her things. Like, "Oh, yes, see, I'm not crazy." And that immediately establishes the connection between Dean and Anna. I also like angel radio as a Mm. concept.
1: Thanks for listening. I'm Kristen. And
0: I'm Samantha. See you later. And thanks again to Kristen and Samantha for the great discussion. There were a couple references in this episode. The episode title, I Know What You Did Last Summer, is a reference to the 1997 movie of the same name. Anna Milton's last name recalls English writer John Milton, author of, among other works, Paradise Lost, which describes the biblical fall of man and features Satan as a main character. And Dean makes the reference, so I'm girl interrupted and I know the score with the apocalypse. Girl Interrupted is a 1999 movie starring Winona Ryder as a girl who was placed in a mental institute after trying to commit suicide. It was co-starring Angelina Jolie, which is probably why Dean watched it, but it was also one of the first vehicles from Misha Collins, who plays Castiel. As far as music, there was none. But the song of the night tonight is Lonely Road by Jim Guttard. Check out the website at myspace.com slash The song is brought to you tonight by the pod show Podsafe Music Network. Enjoy! and that's all for this episode the next all new episode of Supernatural airs this Thursday on the CW thanks for listening and take care thank you for listening to the Supernatural podcast you can visit my website at supernaturalpodcast.blogspot.com or send me an email at supernaturalpodcast at gmail.com. Please note that the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and not of the producers of Supernatural or The CW. Audio clips played on this podcast are property of The CW, and no infringement is intended. Some of the music heard here is from the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com.